speech and all patriots. It's time for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo, for the 3rd of June, 2022. Bravo, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing spectacular. (laughs) We're going to get into the... I almost got taken, but we'll get into that in a little yeah, bit. We'll get hope, there. All, hope yeah. all's well. I almost, got everyone. Taken. I almost got taken too. We'll we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but yes, everything's going great. Swimming well. Get to talk to my best friend uh from when we were kids, get to talk about current events, that hard truth about those current events. And hey, what else could you ask for? That's I'm right. That's right. Friend. Hey, why don't you go ahead and while you're at it, everybody can catch us on Twitter. You can you can search for us uh on Twitter. No big deal. We're back over there. There, there may be some hope that there's some sanity over there. I don't know what's going on with the Twitter deal. We'll talk about that. I object, sir. <laughs> I think I think Twitter is a, a bomb, a still a, a raging dumpster fire, uh, <sighs> and poor Elon can't hold on to it. But we'll get into that. Oh, pardon me. Uh, you can catch us over on Twitter. We'll we'll see what's going to happen over there. I think uh, I think there's some serious problems with Twitter, but that's it's, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, yep. Please take a moment to like, like, subscribe, and share to us. You know, share us on Rumble. Uh, you know, give us a Rumble, a thumbs up. You know, it helps us out a little bit. You can get us on Getter uh, at L, at Bravo Golf, Bravo B R A V O G O L F five nine two, and at myself at Alpha Sierra all one word two eight eight. Go on over there. Go over to Getter. It's kind of a neat platform. Come on over and give us a look. I'm still not Truth on Truth Social. I'm well, hurry up, there. get on there. Hurry up, yeah, get right. on the computer now. What are you waiting for? Busy. You're looking for the first coming, the Messiah. You're still waiting. Just just what I need. Also, we have a telegram. We do telegram, too, so you can search us out on Signal 50 Podcast. We have two. We have a chat. We have a a Signal 50 official page. So come on over and join us over on Telegram. That's also an interesting platform, too. Say hi to Uh, Jim down in New Zealand. Yes. Yes. Hey, happy, happy, happy day to you in New Zealand. Thanks for being <laughs> communicating with us quite a lot, which is nice. It's interesting. Yep. Uh, so we'll get into a little bit more of that as we go on. You know, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, we generally speaking, we want to start out with some quick hits. We got a little bit different show today. We've had some life experience that we want to relay. It, it's somewhat amusing and somewhat not amusing. And it's right. kind of life lesson stuff that we want to relay to you. Uh, can't be all politics all the time. And, and, you know, that's just not fun either. So, no, you know, look, we'll go insane if we keep talking about the nonsense that <laughs> just keeps going. So we'll stick it to the quick hits and we'll talk about other I, things in life. I sometimes just sit there and say, it just really can't be that bad, can it? Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's just, it's, it's just mind boggling. That's it's right. Mind boggling what's going on. So anyhow, we're going to we're going to go into our quick hit segment here. You know, look, um, we never had a lot of hope that any kind of real justice would be served and some of these actors would, would face any real consequences. Well, that that was a reality with the Sussman trial. I mean, you had a juror. It's jury nullification, right? Yeah. The jurors like the, the lead jurors like, well, we have better things to worry about. It's like, no, you had one job. That was what the foreman said, too. How yeah, sad, the foreman. How sad the foreman. is it in the system that was set up 200 something years ago, thanks to the forefathers that we had? And came up with this jury system, and the jurors should be held accountable for not taking it seriously. They didn't do their civic duty. It's sad. Well, it's really bad. I mean, you know, uh, same people voted to indict the guy. You know, so I, I don't understand. Uh, mm. I, I don't get it. But that's not the important part. The important part is of all the information that was uncovered during that part of the investigation and and some of the stuff that's in the indictment is really opening the door to more. Everybody's looking at it like, Oh, you know, Durham ought to quit and and stop this nonsense. No, absolutely. No. Well, Alpha, think about it this way. Think about it this way. If you were on the other side of this and the truth is so blaringly obvious, and we talked about gaslighting in the past, this is classic gaslighting from, from the Democrats. They don't want, they don't want anyone to believe that this is going to go anywhere else. Meanwhile, we, you and I both know uh, Durham brought up some things in his indictment. You, you never have a how many page indictment like that for lying to the FBI. The way he oh, no. presented there's, it. there's a lot of beef in there. There's a lot yeah. of beef in there. And the, what came out during the trial? Let's think about what came out during the Durham trial. They, they had uh, <laughs> Hillary Ryan Clinton signed off on it. Everyone, if you want to believe it or not, she signed off on it. She's yep, and it was there. all it was it was all fabricated out of whole cloth, and it That's was right. it was a hoax. Fake, that was 
hoax. President Trump was right. Absolutely. Absolutely. The malfeasance is all over it. There's malfeasance everywhere. This was not uh, anything other than a bunch of people getting uh, getting together and ganging up on a guy to try to sway an election. Talk about election tampering. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, this is just uh, insane. So, you know, uh, unfortunately, the other day there was another uh, higher profile shooting. Uh, We're not going to call them mass shootings anymore. We're going to call it a high profile shooting because there's a lot of mass shootings in this country that go on that aren't paid attention to. That's right. This one was in a healthcare facility. Yep. In Tulsa, Um, Oklahoma. Yeah. And and when you talk about mass, just real quick, Alpha, I know we didn't talk about this in the pregame here, but think about what mass casualty incident means for you and I. And I think it's important for the audience to understand any anything that overwhelms a system with casualties or incidents. So if you think of an airplane crashing, that's, of course, a mass casualty incident because it's more than three people. The definition of a mass casualty incident or a mass shooting is more than three people shot at one time. Happens so, every day in Chicago. And I got to tell you, exactly. It happens every day in Chicago. It happens. But the the problem I'm having with all this, and especially with the lamestream media, is that they are selecting what they consider a mass shooting because it causes fear when people are listening to it. They're thriving on the fear of the people listening who don't stop and think. And that's kind of why the show we, we named emotion uh over you know logic over emotion but that's well, right that was okay let's just let's just put it out there you know any kind of any kind of firearm violence is is really uh really bad. it's horrendous it's one bad. person getting shot sucks i mean i've i've treated people they got shot it's not it is not not cool for the person who gets shot i'm telling you right <laughs> no 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 it, it, it is anything but uh it's it's a bad situation you know we don't we don't glorify any kind of violence here um, this is all bad, but we need to look at we need to look at the situation and, and look at it logically. Right. So we want to look at it a little bit logically. So we're just doing the quick hits, bringing it out to your attention. You know, keep keep your eye on it. They're using that to drive their narrative. You know, this is part of the holy trinity of liberalism, right? That's right. We talked about that last show. That's right. Uh, and and they're not going to let this crisis go to waste. And 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 now we have the we need to do something emergency now. Emotion. Okay? Emotion. <laughs> ding ding, right. ding. There, there's no there's no rational there's no rational action that's being taken to curb gun violence that's right it's not yeah. about an inanimate object that's right it just isn't it's about society it's about the way people treat each other it's about a number of different things that bravo and I, it's all psychology bravo and i talk about it uh quite often we talked about it before the show and and the conclusion is you know, in this instant gratification society to give yourself 15 seconds of fame to go after that dopamine rush of the like and the popularity, whatever, you're going to do something grandiose. That's correct. We need to do something to uh, understand what that is, right? That's correct, sir. You know, they have these disasters in Chicago every week. That's right. Every every weekend. More than three shootings at once. Every weekend, it's the Gun and Knife Club in Chicago. And any pick pick your major large city. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pick. Take your pick. Chicago. Chicago, Chicago New York Chicago City, for- Los Angeles, Buffalo, New York. I mean, Rochester is a knife and gun club. Oh, absolutely. So Syracuse. Yep. Everywhere. It's it's yep. all terrible. Doesn't matter the size. Doesn't matter. I mean, anywhere a Democrat's in charge, I would have to say is uh, most cities, Democrats are in charge. And right. uh, they, they handcuff the police instead of the, the bad guys. Uh they they don't uh they don't allow people to protect themselves uh right they have nothing better to do except hang around on street corners and harass people and 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 then you get into the psychology how they don't feel good about themselves so they have to bully others it all comes around everyone well right so you know listen i've been we've been i've been saying this for years uh those that know me know um the places with the most restrictive gun laws in the country are the most violent um, go right. figure. Right. And and criminals like gun laws a lot because the definition of a criminal is not following the law anyways. Ding, ding, ding. OK, so another quick question for you is why are our politicians in Washington, D.C. spending more time trying to restrict our constitutional rights than they are talking about the billions and billions and billions of dollars we're sending overseas? So, you know, that's another issue. We'll get to that in just a minute. Right. Yep. yep. So what else are we being distracted from? Okay. Oh, I don't know. Let me think. Gas prices. Hmm. Hmm. How about the southern border? 
that's wide open. Come on. And that proposition 42 win that everyone was touting in the, in the press, that's not a win. They're ignoring it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Biden administration is completely lawless. That's right. We have no judicial system left in this country. That's correct. Okay. So they're just going to ignore the laws. So you know what? I think we should start doing the same. All right. So have you been to the pump lately? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It, it, here's the sad part. The price keeps going up and up and up, except local state governments are deflating the price of gasoline to make, quote, sticker shock not as bad. Because now we're all used to seeing four fifty a gallon. And it keeps going up to five, six, ten in California. Who knows where it's going to stop? But here's the sad part. It, it seems strategic, or it seems like they have to do this just to keep people from like completely, you know, revolting. I guess when they take the taxes away, twenty-five cents worth of tax, fourteen cents worth of tax, which then begs to differ: is why are they charging this money, this much money on gasoline? Oh, because we need to use it all the time, and that was a that was a way to stuff the coffers. Of the of the state and local governments, it just it's it's mind boggling to me, Alpha, how the, how this continues to con, to to go on. But they take it away when you have these quote uh, crises of gasoline prices, and they take the tax away. And, oh, it went down. That's great, wonderful. Yeah, that they're 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 toying with us, everyone. They're toying with us. So. When you look at baby formula, for instance, baby formula is a huge uh, problem right now. Did I lose Alpha here? No, I'm here. Oh, Sorry about I'm that. Sorry. I was on. I was on mute there for a quick second. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I was so like, you I, know, listen. I, I lost you. <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about the tax. No, I'm still here. That's uh, you know, the production values are low. You know, our producers yeah. don't get paid very much. So you know, it happens. No. So you know, it's like the whole thing. Have you been to you know? What you were saying there is the taxes on off taxes and, and to to lessen the blow. Where are they putting all this money that they are collecting? And they're collecting money hand over fist. Someday I, I want to see. I, I, I bet want, it's going to the pension funds. Oh, it's got to be. Well, that's another whole topic that we'll have to get into another time. We've right. we've discussed it in the last season about the unfunded pension liabilities right. in this country from the state, local and municipal governments. You know, it's right. just it's just state county and uh, locals it's just insane it's it's crazy to me i want to see an accounting of the waste fraud and abuse someday mm -hmm. there's very little transparency it's a big problem yeah. now baby, baby formula baby, baby formula yeah i was talking about that before i thought i lost you sorry yeah, that's all right no i got you i was hearing you yeah. so baby formula right now uh biden was on the television talking about oh we knew about it and we're doing things to take care of it. And I'm I'm listening to Biden. He's just lying through his teeth. So what, what it tells me is this was another fabricated issue. They were warned that the baby formula was going to be a problem, and they chose to ignore it. It just really bothers me. And right now you have babies that are really having problems with malnutrition, and that leads to brain damage. I mean, these are real lives being affected, Alpha. This is crazy. Well, this is creating a lot of stress. If nothing else, I mean, let's talk about the anxiety level of these new parents. You know, first mm -hmm. of all, being a new parent, I, I was a new parent once. You were a new parent once. Yep. You know, you're you're riding on the edge of a razor blade ready for that nervous breakdown anyways. When you sit there and you start thinking, Jesus, I can't get formula for my kid. Mom can't breastfeed for one reason or another. You know, whatever, because it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a big it, it's it's very stressful. Um, how come we're the only country in the world that doesn't have freaking baby formula? That's another story for another it's, uh, day. You know what? When you look at Occam's Razor, or, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, I got to be honest with you. It seems like it was manufactured for a narrative. Um, totally possible. I, I got it. I'm putting it out there. Create create the crisis and then swoop in with the solution. Yeah. That is that is That's a typical exactly government right. action. They they Absolutely. think they know it all. They're going to come and save the day and then vote for us. Go screw yourselves, government. You're right. Well, well, we're well. We have new parents out there scrounging around for you know baby formula and and sweating about that kind of thing when you right. can drive over the border into Mexico and go to Costco in Mexico and buy a pallet of it and drive it home. Right. Which you know that could be big business and maybe you and I ought to look into that. Mm. So let's growth opportunity. Out, you know, Ukraine's still in the news, my friend. Uh, yes, it is. The uh, it is. 
uh, and the economy is heading uh, for a uh, trash, <laughs> trash, uh, crash, no. trash. And well, it, let me ask you a question. Why are we sending billions and billions and billions of dollars in weapon systems over to Ukraine? My understanding is they're sending MLR HIMARS systems over, over their rocket launching systems. Those aren't cheap. I happen to know that from personal experience. Yeah. You know, uh, they're sending them them. We're sending them $40 billion worth of aid. We're talking more about restricting rights in this country than we are about sending our hard-earned taxpayer dollars over to a country that has no strategic value for us. Yeah, it's a humanitarian crisis. Got it. But you but can throw also, all the money in the world at that problem, and you're not going to stop it. But here's the real here's the real rub, everyone. I believe wholeheartedly that our government is not interested in peace. They're interested in no, war. They're they should be making whatever efforts possible to sit down at a negotiating table with the Ukraine and with Russia and saying enough already fix this. And you've got and, that fraud, Lindsey Graham saying, Oh, we're fighting a proxy war against Russia. Stop it. You're a fraud. You don't need to fight a war with Russia that, you know what they're, uh, just get, this is supposed to be quick hits. Not a, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's that's also, what it is. It's, it's also terrible. Yeah, it is. It sucks. All right. Well, the next topic is something that everybody really needs to be paying attention to. All right. Yep. And, and nobody really pays attention to it except those that that know. Um, I grew up kind of with a little bit of agriculture in my blood, and it's something that I, I understand. Um, and I follow a lot of agricultural news, and I follow mm -hmm. a lot of farmers um, that farm in the upper Midwest. Uh, I used to live in Minnesota and it was a, an agrarian society. Uh, clearly. I mean, you, you can't imagine the amount of food that is grown in Minnesota, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming. You cannot even fathom mm. the scale of agriculture there. Mm -hmm. You've got everything from grain. And when I mean grain, I mean, corn, wheat, rice. Uh, you've got alfalfa, you've got the full soybeans, you've got the full range of food products and grains that are grown in the upper Midwest. Yep. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention lately, but the upper Midwest has been getting absolutely waterlogged with storm after storm, after storm, after storm, after storm. Mm. The farmers are just getting their crops in the ground and they're a month late. Oh boy. Plus fertilizer that's not available. Correct. So Ugh. they didn't have any pre-emergent fertilizer, uh, yeah. P and K, uh, mm. potassium, potash. They didn't have any P and K to put down in the fields. Uh, a lot of anhydrous was a little hard to come by. Mm -hmm. So they've got some real serious problems. I would look for the commodity prices on the futures market to be absolutely sky high. We're going to have to wait and see what the harvest is like come October, November, September, mm. October, November. See what those numbers look like. But I'm here to tell you that everything is 30 to 45 days behind on planting. Wow. So that's that's a real problem, right? You know, and that adds to the stock market being being so unstable right now that, you know, it's like going to Vegas and, and betting it all on black, you know, on a roulette wheel. I, I just don't, you know, it's going to go, it's, it's going to not be <laughs> predictable i mean well, you this can't, is it's this, unstable well this is going to have an impact you know like uh around the dining room table yep this is going to have that impact where everything along the food supply chain is going to be higher you know beef pork uh chicken uh bread you know grains pastas whatever it's all going to go much much higher because of the scarcity the potential scarcity of the raw goods and the feeds to mm -hmm. produce the products so just listen to me now and believe me later. Just <laughs> if you find a good deal on stuff, buy Stock it up, up, buy it Stock up. It up. Yep. Pasta lasts for a long time. I'm <laughs> just saying. So here's, here's something else. So as we're getting, you know, into the summer harvest, you're talking about that. We're going to be getting, you know, we're getting into June already. Wow. Blink before you know it, it'll be July and then August. Uh, but you know, the election's coming up, right? Alpha. And, there's a there's a sense that you know everyone's very upset about how you know that you look at the polls you look at real polls not not just flash polls and everyone's upset with what's going on 
gas prices, economy, stock market, blah, blah, blah. blah. Now, wouldn't you think, if you look in history and you go back to Bill Clinton, especially Bill Clinton, who got his rear end cleaned uh, in the midterms when he was president, and the, and the Republicans took over the House the first time in 60 years, I think it was, or something like that. Um, think about this. Pre uh, Bill Clinton and Obama to some point, because he got his rear end cleaned too in the, in the midterms, yeah, he did. Came, came, moderated. Trump, got, Trump even got his butt cleaned in the midterms That's once right. too, right? But moderated, and Trump's a, Trump's the exception. I don't want to bring him because that's a whole different story. They were going out, they're gunning after him like unbelievable. But my point is that Clinton and, and Obama moderated. They, they, they came to somewhat of a middle, and they said, you know, we're going to work with the Republicans. Right now, we are so divided right now as a country. It is ridiculous, but we're coming to the midterms and everyone's hopeful that well, the Republicans will take over. And I'm talking MAGA Republicans. I'm not talking about rhinos, everyone, right? We said this in other shows. And I don't see any changes whatsoever. No course corrections by the Brandon administration at all. I'm, I'm a little concerned, everyone, that they're going to pull the same shenanigans that they did in 2020. Whether you believe it or not, watch, watch Dinesh D'Souza's 2000 mules watch rigged get educated it did oh, happen yeah. everyone it did happen i don't want to hear people say well the court said no 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 you're wrong they didn't investigate because there's a lot of corruption out there with that being said maricopa county yesterday discovered 19,000 votes for trump all of a sudden came out for trump I got to tell you, there's some funny business in 2020. If we don't correct it, 2022 is not going to be the red wave, red tsunami, uh, you know, that we all think it's going to be. It's been the same thing. Look at Georgia, what's going on right now. A lot of questions coming up. I'm not saying there was or there wasn't. Uh, there's patterns. Again, we need to do some due diligence and get the system under control because look at what they're talking about right now. You had Fauci the other day talking about another COVID crisis you know they're going to start mailing out ballots again they're going to start doing all kinds of stuff everyone please just pay attention to what's going on get educated and and be skeptical oh absolutely absolutely well look you know there's a there's an awful lot going on in the news and and and, and to be honest with you i'm getting to the point now where um i used to watch the news constantly now i just kind of absorb as needed um, well fox news is dead to me i hate to tell you well <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, maybe yes. Tucker. Yeah. I can, if I can stomach it, but I really Tucker's all right. I mean, but fine. It's just how much more bad news can can I take? Uh, every <laughs> when you look at every metric of the economy, of society, of the uh, let's call it the happiness index, right? Mm -hmm. People, people, oh, yeah. you know, feeling good and and being happy, and there's good news and things are going well. It's it's not there. We're it's miserable. We're, it's miserable. We're a very divided country still. I, I think that divide is closing slightly mm. because people are starting to see it because people are yeah. really feeling the pinch of what's going on. Right, and I think people are smart enough, regardless of who you voted for. OK, yeah. when you look at the price of things, when when Donald Trump was the president of the United States and you look at the price of things now. You're feeling it. People are actually experiencing it and they're like, whoa, what in the hell? I, I can't afford to go get in my car. I can't afford to go do these things. This is insane. That's right. So I think that that gap is starting to close a little bit and people are like, well, wait a minute, this this sucks. It does. It I does. Agree. It's terrible. And people are really hurting out there. So listen, Bravo and I have been friends since Jesus wore short pants. Okay. So, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, economy, economics, and, and we firmly believe that all economics, you have to have an understanding of local economics. And I mean, your household and how yeah. you, how you conduct your business how you purchase things, you know, you have to go through due diligence research. So we just wanted to relay a little bit, a little bit of something um, for you right now. Like, look, everybody out there for the most part owns a car, right? Right. Yeah. We're not an on foot society like 
in some places in Europe. So everybody in their life eventually is going to have to unfortunately go through an experience of having to buy an automobile. Mm. It can and be I say, I say, unfortunately, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you hear a lot about there's a supply chain problem. There's no cars and there's a low inventory. There's the prices are this, the prices are that. BS. Yeah. We call BS, right? I, I agree with you. I'm calling BS. There's, there's cars everywhere. Right. There are, there's no shortage of automobiles. All right. Yep. So. Bravo depending on depending on the shortage, you may you may want something very very particular, or right. you may have your heart set on something. Then yeah, it can be a little tough to find it. I get it, right? Yeah, you want but you're going to get pretty close. Yeah, you're going to get pretty close. You're going right. to get pretty close. I don't know about you, but I I I look at buying depreciating assets much differently than Bravo. Mm. Right. This is something we've been talking about since we're kids. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. How do you look at cars, Bravo? I, 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 um, I remember, uh, when we were young, uh, and the, we got our licenses and, uh, yeah. uh, I, I, I drove a, uh, my dad's, uh, Subaru wagon, 1982. I'm going to date myself here. It's an 82 station wagon, uh, Subaru, small car, good on the gas for a lot. And the thing about Subarus is that the engines, you know, Bravo and I kind of talked about our experience with engines and cars and my dad bought, you know, the, the, some more options, air conditioning was a option back then, believe it or not. Yes, it was. It was a five speed on the floor, five speed on the floor. Everyone. That means a clutch and learning how to drive on that. Millennial uh, anti-theft device. That's right. And, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, it was the greatest thing ever. That was my first car. You, uh, Alpha had a Subaru also. Your parents yep. had a white one, if I remember correctly. It was a That's hatchback. correct. Yep. It was a two-door hatchback, and it was the uh, base model, not the, you know. <laughs> you didn't have a tachometer. I remember this. Like, I was comparing differences between no. the cars. No. no my dashboard, my dad's my dad's Subaru had an orange glowing dashboard. But that thing was awesome. I'd go in the garage. I'd turn on the, the parking <laughs> light at night just to see the dashboard. It was so cool. My dad would yell at me. He's like, get out of there. He was like, okay. But anyway. Oh, that was a that 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 was a Subaru GL hatchback. That's right, and you had the DL, right? But we were yeah, that was yeah, what we yeah. were we 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 learned early on from our parents a little bit of influence on what car preferences I had. My mom would never buy anything except brand new. That was my mom. My mom said, "No, nope, I want a new car. I don't want the problems with it." Although, come to find out later on that there are problems anyway. It's under the guise of a warranty, which can be a headache by itself. But typically, I was conditioned to say a new car is awesome. I go and buy it. It's an, I'm the one putting all the miles on it. I I know it from back to forwards. And there's something about buying a new car. Just, yeah. I and mean, I like I like buying new. And this is a, this was the discussion between you and me. Uh, <laughs> We've had this discussion a million times. And. I'll hear it from, why are you buying a new car? The depreciation's crazy. You're driving off the lot. You're losing 20%. I, I can, I could get it. I get it. But my preference is new car. Oh, Alpha, yeah. talk about your preference. <laughs> well, so I, I, I completely, I, I, I respect your perspective and, yeah. and that's fine. I, I get it. I just can't stomach, mm. you know, if I wanted to go buy a new car, all I'd have to do is sit down and sign a bunch of paperwork and I can drive off the lot with a brand new car, just like anybody else. Right. Right. But that's not how I roll. That's not how I do it. Because the minute you take a car off the lot, you lose what? You lose money. How much? Value 20%. 20% right off the rip. 20%, right? Yeah. And, and I you learned, talk, yeah, you oh. learn that the hard way if you trash it, a new car within the first oh. month, and they give you a check for 20000 because it got totaled. And I've been on many car accidents where people walked away from it fine but the car was totaled and they said i just bought this car oh my gosh you know all they could think about but, well that really sucks yep. okay that that's a, that's, you're a right. hard, that's a hard pill to swallow i mean look you're going to lose 20 percent of your value right off the rip yep. even if you buy a used car the minute you take it off the dealer's lot as a used car you're going to lose a percentage but it's going to be the margin of loss is narrower from your mm -hmm. purchase price right right from a, from a used car you're never going to make money on a car. No. Nope. Although there was a little bit of a, a inflated price 
because of the shortage, you know, law of supply and demand. Sure. And, and that, that's gone away. I kind of was looking at the value of my car and uh, four months ago, it was a lot higher than it is now. So oh, absolutely. Say. Those values are starting to really, really, really come down. Okay? That's correct. That's so I believe in buying something of quality that's used or, you know, pre-owned. Okay. Right. I, I believe in Toyota products. Mm-hmm. And I like Subaru for yep. reasons. Okay. Oh, we grew up with, that was our first car. Sure. Too. Absolutely. You know, no, we lived, I, I went we lived to, in the we lived in the Northeast where we had right. where we had snow uh, up to your ass for six months uh six months a year but and and Subaru had the four wheel drive you can go from two wheel drive to four wheel drive front wheel drive to all wheel drive and that was before the all wheel drive words but you could shift between the two and it was yep. uh it was an option in some I think you had the four wheel drive model if I'm not committed no ours was uh ours was only front wheel drive but it had little skinny tiny little 13 inch tires on it you could go yep. anywhere in that little thing that's right that's it was right. insane but going further I was I, I kind of went over to Honda I've had some used cars I had Chevy's uh not a big fan of the Chevy's the quality at 50,000 miles and one of the, one of the vehicles that had four-wheel drive and I needed it for the firefighting stuff turned out uh, the seals were going on it at 50,000 miles. Transmission needed to be replaced. I say, like, oh, forget this. And I went to Honda. Well, yeah. right. So, okay. So the new versus old and you buy the quality product, you know, the Toyota right. products are excellent quality products. Yep. Excellent quality. You and I don't buy. Yeah. You, I owned you one. I owned the Sequoia, had, which was phenomenal. I had it for 10 plus right. years and it was amazing. Right. So I, I'm a, a Toyota, you know, high-end Toyota, like an Avalon, uh, Lexus guy. Right. right. Yep. I, I, I really appreciate the, the level of quality. So, okay. Long story short, you know, you're sitting there, you can buy, uh, a lot of these cars, a lot of these high quality pre-owned cars, they do hold some value. Mm -hmm. The Avalons always, out. Yep. Always, uh, German cars, Japanese cars always held their value better than American cars. Just saying. Correct. You buy a Toyota or you buy a Lexus. And they hold some value because there's a lot of value in the car. When mm -hmm. you buy a used automobile, you're buying, still buying a quality automobile. It's just mm -hmm. got some miles on it, which doesn't hurt these things. Right. If they're well-maintained and there's ways that you can check that now. Right. So long story short, I'm in the market for a new vehicle. Well, used for you, but got well, it. Well, new, new to me vehicle. New I to you. Not, yes. I will not buy a new vehicle. That's I right. I can't convince you. No, no way. way. Not going to do it. Sorry. No, I won't do it. I, I won't do it. I, I will it. not buy a new vehicle. I will not do it. They smell nice. Just saying. So what? <laughs> just an inside That's, joke. Sorry. Yeah. That, that, that new car smell just lasts just about as long. you you get nose blind to it. The minute the 20% of the value goes away, when you drive off the lot, you can't smell it anymore. It's gone. It. It's like it. your money evaporating in thin air. <laughs> it's true. It's get it. So, I'm just trying. I'm razzing you. <laughs> so you know, I, I've had some experiences with car dealers lately, and and let me just let me just say, they're all scumbags. And why can you say that? Because you actually have experienced it in the last three weeks. You you've shared stories I've, with me about your experiences trying to get a used car. I've bought two cars in the last in the last three weeks. Yeah, almost. Well, I put deposits down on two cars in the last three weeks. But tell um. It's interesting because most people would have bought it and not oh, yeah. done what we're trying to share with everyone. Why are we telling you these stories is because you're telling me that you had an inside information on these vehicles that you That's can right. go to the, you were looking at Lex, use Lexus. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're going to buy a used car, if you're going to yeah. buy a pre-owned vehicle, and if it's not a certified used car or, a, uh, you know, you go certified pre-owned vehicle from Lexus, which is a, a great program to get into. This is about being, this is as much about buying a car as it is about being an educated consumer. Okay. Right. Yeah. Learn, learn about what you're buying and don't get it, hosed. Exactly. Because exactly. if you were, if you were not paying attention and I can say this from being, you know, well, you're, I know what you're doing, but. A used car market is a little bit trickier because you don't have an extended warranty like you do with a new car. Just That's saying. Right. That's why I like new cars. The extended warranty is somewhat of a, uh, it's a pacifier, I would say, <laughs> to give you a little bit of comfort, just a small amount, if something well, goes right. completely horribly wrong. Just saying. Right. 
So what you can do if you're going to buy, uh, we'll use Lexus, for example, and I'm mm -hmm. not sure about other car manufacturers that do this, but you can go on the Lexus website, right? Yeah. And as a Lexus owner, you can, you can register. You don't have to own a Lexus to register. Right. And you can run a car through their system by VIN number, mm -hmm. right? Everybody's heard of True Car and Carfax and all that other stuff, right? Yep. This is the same thing, but from Lexus. And when you take your car into a Lexus dealer, it is a five-star experience mm. from, from start to finish. Yep. You're going to pay for it, but, but it's going to be, but it's going to be right. It's going to be done right. Correct. It's going to be done right because Lexus doesn't fool around because customer service is number one with Lexus. Right. So these cars are, I'm trying to buy a Lexus because mm. reasons. So I run these cars through, you know, the systems. And the dealers, you look at the Carfax and you look at it and you say, okay, oil changes, some maintenance items, a couple of repairs. Okay, I get it. A minor fender bender, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't tell the story because when oh. somebody's got a real problem with a Lexus automobile, they don't take it to Joe Blow's garage. Right. There it's are some, I will, I will, I have to stop you there for one second, Alfred. I have to tell you, there are some independent mechanics uh, that you have to search them out around your, your area, but there are. There are quality, um, honest mechanics that will not steer you wrong, and that's one I go to. Just saying. Oh right, bring there my, are there. Bring there my Honda to them. Oh sure. And my my wife owns a Honda, and we bring them to our, our local garage. Yeah. We've gone there for years. Never steers me wrong. Well, Just right. Saying. There there are some very excellent excellent independent mechanics out there, but yeah. generally speaking, when you have a problem with a Lexus, it goes to the dealer. Correct. Yes. Their system of record keeping is significantly different than Carfax, right? Or anybody Carfax else. Carfax will tell you if there was an accident, if it was what, if it was flooded, or if it was um, it was told. It'll it'll tell or, you, it, and it'll tell you if they go to a service place where they actually report to Carfax, right? Some places you take the car to for collision work, this, that, and the other thing, they do not report, right. so you don't get the full story. So. I tried to buy a car from a guy. It had some serious issues. I put a deposit down on it. It, it didn't have serious issues. It had an issue. Right. And, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to take responsibility for anything. These car dealers just want to flip cars. Right. Right. Cause they, they want to get out with more, more of your money and less of theirs, less of theirs or That's leaving, right. leaving more money in their pocket rather than yours. They don't care about anything but selling the car. Right. Right. So when you're going to buy a car, I highly recommend that you look at Lexus because you can get on the Lexus owner's website and you can go ahead and you can run down through the entire history of the automobile. You can find out if there were any mechanical, major mechanical issues, recalls, recall work, mm -hmm. uh, conditions, inspections, et cetera. Everything from soup to nuts that was done on that car. Yeah, it's a, it's a health history basically of a car. Absolutely. So be an educated consumer. There are some good values to find out there on the market, but you mm -hmm. have to really look for them and you have to do your homework. You have to be, you have to understand what you're doing. I went to a car dealer. It was last, this, uh, last week. And I put a deposit down on a Lexus GX 460. Right, because the first one that you put, they weren't willing to deal with you, so you said, give me my deposit back. Well, right. That was the first car that was a couple right. weeks ago. This one I went, and I went, and I looked at the car, and the dealer was like, oh, yeah, here's the car fax, and I looked at it, and it didn't really tell me much. Right. You know, it was like oil changes, and it got it got uh, uh, it had to have a bumper cover replaced here and there because of minor fender benders. Okay, fine, got it. Bumper covers need to be replaced. It happens. Mm -hmm. It's a $900 repair on both ends. It right. just is what it is. And then something, things weren't adding up and something wasn't right with the car and I, it just didn't feel right. So I just decided to do a little more homework and dive a little bit deeper into the issue. Meanwhile, they're thinking that you're, you're emotionally set on this vehicle that you're going to, right. that you're like, oh yeah, I got to have it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Got to have it. Mm. Right. They don't know you very well. Not so much. Right. So I go onto the Lexus buyers, the owner's website, and I start looking at it. This car's got major problems that were unresolved. And, and then you actually discovered them and Absolutely. the dealer and you, this, this spawned and you, you saw a fee they charged you. I remember you telling me this. Oh yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They want yeah, to charge you a premium large, uh, premium, what they call it? A premium, a premium platinum, pre platinum, platinum touch 
inspection and warranty program. And tell them the price. Everyone, the price. You're gonna. I hope you're all sitting down for this price. What they charged them. I sat the down. I sat down, and we we got the price in front of me. I looked at it, and then all of a sudden, here comes another invoice, and I yeah. agreed on that price because I was like, okay, preliminarily, this is a place to start. I'm okay with that price. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes the other invoice with a two thousand dollar platinum inspection plus charge on it that got your attention i remember you telling me about that and i was like what <laughs> what are like, they charging? wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute here wait a minute oh what wait a minute and then i really started to dig on the yeah. car what'd you find with this vehicle this is so funny it's uh, sad actually it's funny because oh you're... i found i found that um basically this dealer was uh they okay don't ever Okay, this is called being an educated consumer. When you go yep. to buy a car, you have to insist on a Carfax report. You yep. have to understand how to do your outside research to go to a resource that will tell you about the car that the dealer that you're buying it from cannot control. Right. You or also get your hands have, on the maintenance records. That's another thing. That's right. And if there's none with the car, you have to be very careful. Have right. the car independently inspected by the dealer. If it's a Lexus product or a Toyota product, you take it to the dealer and you pay for an inspection. It's going to cost you $180. Yep. They will go through that car with a fine-tooth comb. Yep. I found that there were all sorts of problems with the car. The car had been in an accident, according to Lexus, and one of the rims was bent, you know, whatever, all this stuff. And the dealer told me, oh, this car was inspected. It's great. It's good to go. I'm like, the tires are really, really short of tread. It mm -hmm. rides a little bit funny. We need to address these things. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It passed inspection. Mm. That car was never inspected. Nope, because you found that they they swapped the front driver's side yep. uh, tire wheel because it was Warped. actually hit and, and actually damaged from this accident. That's right. And they swapped it with a spare tire, and they put the, the defective uh, uh, rim and tire into the spare. That's right. That's what Lexus did because that's what the owner insists on them doing instead of paying the $585 for the new rim. Right. So they're trying to sell me a car that won't pass Maryland state inspection. Oh, and then the catalytic converter was defective too. That's correct. Also on that, on that, that little uh, adventure that you took the side adventure. That's right. Lexus said in their reporting that the catalytic converter on bank two needed to be replaced. That's a $2,400 repair. At the time, nowadays it costs thirty five hundred. That's correct. That was in two thousand nineteen dollars. That's right. That is a critical element of a Maryland safety inspection. All emissions and exhaust systems must be intact and functional. Correct. No okay. uh, codes. Basically. So uh, you confront the dealer with these things, and you say, "Hey, listen, you know, you got these issues with the car. You know, they got to get fixed, or I can't buy the car, and it doesn't pass inspection." Well, we just don't want to deal with it. So they give you back your deposit. Yep. Instead of instead of trying to come to some resolution and they wholesale it, which no 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 they're not they're not going to wholesale it. Oh, they're not. They're going to try to sell it to somebody that lives in either the District of Columbia or Virginia where there is no inspection. Ah, you are buying an as is where is vehicle and you drive it off the lot and you are finished. Mm. They don't want to sell cars to people that live in Maryland because they have to put a lot of work into them. So needless to say, when you're going to buy a vehicle or you're going to buy anything, do your homework, understand what it is you're buying, know everything that you can find out about the vehicle. Do not be afraid to ask questions. Most importantly, when you're making a major purchase, most importantly, don't be afraid to get up and walk away. That's right. Stand up, walk away. If you think something's wrong, it is get up walk away yep. and that's all i have to say about it yep. so be an educated consumer right and understand out there that there are people that will lie to you generally speaking most people are pretty honest but generally speaking about 80 percent of car dealers are absolute absolutely dishonest right and you just have to protect yourself now buying a new car is the same way i found a dealer that actually I like to deal with, uh, and they're very honest and they're no, they're, you know, he doesn't throw any, doesn't hold any punches and is great. So you just have to kind of hold on to what you know.
and be willing to walk away. So the price of the the price of things is just too high not to be an educated consumer. You know, things are going to get worse. So, you know, that being said, we've got another really, really funny, probably (laughs) funny, funny occurrence happened to him last night. So we'll let you talk about that. And and this goes along, excuse me, this goes along with logic over emotion. Okay. So last night um, I was uh, going through my uh, getter and my true socials. And I wanted to give a shout out to CLT 21 on getter who uh, gave me a friendly uh, correction about monkey pox. It's actually called money pox. So thank you, CLT21, how to get her. Um, He uh, also uh, gave us a thumbs up on the show. So thank you so much for that. Um, And as I was going through, and I I like to post articles that, you know, and and to show the proof and to just go through things. You you know, Alpha, you saw I include you on those things. And it's just things that I'm observing and we may talk about on the show or not. But so I was kind of just going through my, my getter, all of a sudden I see this, uh, this instant message invitation come up and it said, uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza and it had his picture of Dinesh D'Souza and it had even had a red check mark, you know, at the end. Um, and I was like, Oh my gosh. And, and I, you know, said, Holy cow, Dinesh D'Souza's gave me a comment on my post. Holy cow. I can't believe it. And, at that point, I was—I like to think of emotion versus logic, right? Your heart over your brains, or your brain over your heart, that kind of thought. So I go down to my computer downstairs, and I click on the link. It brings me to a Telegram, which has the same type of Dinesh D'Souza with his picture. Um, and this this one on Telegram did not have a, re- a blue check mark. They have blue check marks on Telegram, and I start chatting with them, and I'm I'm basically starstruck. I'm, I'm overwhelmed by, holy cow, this is Dinesh D'Souza. I can't believe it's taking the time to talk. Uh, we're talking, we're kind of chatting back and forth. He asked me about the show. I sent him a link for the show, for the Signal 50 podcast. And everyone out there, thanks for supporting us. And, you know, we're approaching 3,000 uh, 3, 3, uh, downloads. So your help is much appreciated. Anyway, so I'm, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. And at that point, it went from, you know, great, you know, we all got to stick together as conservatives, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden he says, do you know anything about Bitcoin? I'm like, what? <laughs> and at that point right there, my brain switched from the emotional side to the logical side. And I said, what? Uh, I don't know a lot about it. Now, if you listen to the show, I know a little bit more <laughs> about it than I'm, than I'm leaning on. Mm-hmm. But. I said to myself, something's not right. This is like the sixth sense or the hair standing up on the back of your neck or, um, you know, and I'm, I'm really good about dealing with, uh, uh, curveballs. I like to call them when I'm dealing with patients or I'm working on a, you know, on the fire department or whatever it may be. But when it comes to uh, being starstruck and Dinesh D'Souza, who I'm a really big fan of, I love his work. I think he's great. I like his podcast, all that stuff. Right. I mean, we really, Oh, yeah. We're big supporters. I'm a big supporter of uh, 2000 Mules. He does some great work. And then it kicked on. It, it kind of kicked in to say, why is Dinesh D'Souza talking to me at 1030 at night? <laughs> that was the first thing. And it was doesn't, at, doesn't Dinesh D'Souza have better things to do than to worry about little old me? Little old me and our little podcast, the Signal 50 podcast. I was like, and then I um, I, I kind of got on to uh, uh, Signal and I, I called you and I said, hey, I'm talking to Dinesh D'Souza. He says, really? And at that point, the skepticism that I'm, I've known for so long kind of helped me. Bravo, very bravo. Much. When you when you messaged me that, I was like, the first thing I'm like, I'm like no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. I said, really? It's and then I was I looked. I said, oh, I was taken. So on the on the getter handle, it had an initial in there that wasn't because I went immediately. This is called doing your research, everyone. I looked at Dinesh D'Souza's real. Um, uh, uh, Link or the uh, getter account, it has a red check mark. His was a like almost like a red helmet with a with a white dash on it. It really looked very close to a red check mark. So my emotions were taking over my logic sensors, I guess. And then you said, and then the skepticism kind of rubbed off on me. And I said, ah, well, I got to get up early and go to work tomorrow. So I I ended the conversation. And then I looked at his Telegram account on the real Dinesh D'Souza, right? And it has a red, it has a blue check mark. And this one that I was yapping with did not. So to the 
to the Bitcoin Dinesh. Um, stay away. We're not. We're not interested. <laughs> but now, I was going to. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's there's just an awful awful lot of that out there. Um, yeah. There's there's a ton a ton a ton of people out there, you know. Look, I've I've been looking for a vehicle. This ties back into it, and yeah. there's a lot of ads online, and and I I checked into some ads and I called a bunch of dealerships. And you've got to be really super careful about who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You got to be super careful about who you're dealing with. You got to be super careful about what you talk about. You have to be really super careful about the information that you that you give them about yourself. Yeah. You know, when you're out there on the interwebs and you're shopping around, you're looking around. I mean, this goes back to what you're saying. A lot of these websites pick up your information by you're being logged in under a Google account or under mm-hmm. a Microsoft account. And these people can get an awful lot of information about you very, very quickly. So be super, super careful out there about what you put out there for information. Yep. And use a VPN. Oh, absolutely use a VPN. Right. We can't use a VPN when we do the show because it doesn't really help our bandwidth issues. Right. Uh, but for everything else, I mean, if you're surfing the internet, you know, there's free VPNs out there from Proton. Yep. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, but definitely a VPN to protect your privacy. I mean, the worse and worse the economy gets, the more and more of these scammers you're going to run into. That's right. So... Uh, thanks, Alpha, for rubbing off on the skepticism department on me, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Always but, glad to be a pessimist. But uh, we do appreciate those who uh, reach out to us, and and I had to learn the hard way. Uh, you know, that's something new to us because we are two lifelong friends uh, talking about these current events, and uh, we, we uh, not everyone is, uh, the 99% of everyone has been awesome. And I ran into the 1%. It happens. First, it happens. Right? It happens. Well, everybody, thanks a lot for joining us. You know, there was kind of a different show today, just some experiences, some personal stuff, but, uh, you know, be an educated consumer, be skeptical and, uh, ask, ask the hard questions and do the research into anything that you're buying and just be super, super careful out there with the information that you give people and what you tell people and, and try not to get emotional about uh, anything, really. I mean, Dinesh D'Souza, I love him. No, no, that's not Dinesh D'Souza. That wasn't him. Sorry. But if it is really him and it was him truly, I will apologize and would love to have him on the show. I think but you that's, can save, I can think you can save that apology for another I day. So. I, I, we'd love to have Dinesh D'Souza on the show. We just are uh, too yeah, small. We don't have that kind of clout. So right. anyhow, everybody, thank you very much for joining us and spending an hour of your day with us. Uh, you know, we'll try to put out some more content. There's a lot of news going on. We'll do a little bit more news intensive show on the next one. But anyhow, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors and airmen and our police, fire and EMS folks that protect us 24 seven, 365. We really, really appreciate it. Everybody have a great summer out there and enjoy the nice weather. Take care, everyone. Take care. Bye bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.